Okay, my love bugs, we're back. Um, I'm actually starting to feel a lot better and not as anxious as I was before I started to do this whole thing. Um, because I'm just releasing all this energy. It's 3.45 p.m. as we restart this. Um, even when I get into my moments where I feel like I'm doubting it these type of angel numbers come up like when I first started off it was 12-34-1-2-3-4 alignment I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and it's correct um again as my son's sleeping I'm coming back it's 3:45. um I've been getting these type of angel numbers this whole time so um even me in my own mind doubting it it's not even me doubting the information I don't doubt my gifts I know I solved a lot of other people's cases it's more so like I have to get the truth out in order to fight the mental magic that has been um, casted on me my whole fucking life. You know what I'm saying? All the lies. So, um, getting back to the story. I think we left off with the fact that... Um, Around the time my dad went missing and was um, murdered. He was missing, but the whole time he was murdered, he just disappeared. Um, it's the same time Dio lost contact with the entire side of the family. Um, or at least she said she did. In reality, um, the only person that I really lost contact with was my grandma Jeanette. Um, like I said, all these years, she made it seem like her and Kyle were not in contact with they were. And I remember on several occasions, now that I'm thinking about what she used to say as a kid, she always used to have a problem with my sister's father because he was very spiritual. Um, but when it came to her and Kyle, she could be like, or she could pretend and say like, even though we haven't talked for years, this is like my best friend. It's almost like... Um, we never stopped talking. Shit like that, right? So it's like, now that I'm saying all this, those little memories and sayings and shit she would say, it's all coming back to me. <sighs> I'm saying she never really cared about me in that type of way. She never had a real faithful relationship either because she was always with him on the side or had this agreement with him. It's like a secret oath that nobody else knew about. Um, she was actually out when I thought she was working, when me and my sister thought she was working. She, I said this before, I'd be left alone at the house with my sister as young as like four or five years old. And she'd be like, you know, don't answer the phone, don't open the door for anybody. Um, and make it seem like she's out working um, all the hours of the night when really she, it shows me she was partying and having fun spending money, being with different lovers or whatever the fuck. She was like working on her love life during that time. Um, and she would talk to me and tell me like, hey, you know, y'all stay in the room and you know, she basically didn't want people to know that she was gone from the house and that kids were left alone. I literally became a babysitter when I was a kid, watching my little sister in the house by herself. 
and she would tell us to stay in the room and everything. And I'm seeing the checks she was getting from that family that kidnapped me in order to keep her quiet, like hush money. Um, I'm seeing that that's, she would be going out, spending this, meeting people, going on dates, just having the time of her life leaving the house and like she literally like portrayed the whole thing like she would leave the house in like scrubs or like a work attire or something like that and literally not have a fucking job this is crazy meanwhile during this time um in in houston i was about seven years old still watching my sister by myself um And I think I left off with us living in Houston in these apartments. And, um, and I'm seeing that's the time that my mother died. My actual biological mother died. I said that that they were sending a lot of mental spells and mental chaos and confusion to her about what truly happened to me, making her feel crazy, making her doubt her gifts. Um, and sending suicide spells and death magic and stuff like that so that she would take herself out and nobody would believe her when she would try to look for me. So it's like she was a widow, basically. I don't even want to call her a widow because her and my dad were never married. But um, it's like she was raising my brother um, probably with the help of like her family, which I don't even know her name. But she was probably raising my brother with the help of her family. And the whole time, they were just, like, hopefully, like, patiently waiting and hoping that she would find me. Um, Yeah, I'm saying she definitely was, like, blonde. She could have not been naturally blonde. She could have colored her hair. She could have had brown hair, but, like, she could have dyed her hair. But I'm seeing she had blonde hair somehow. She could have dyed her hair. Right before her death or something, like she died of blonde. Um, the family lawyer or like the mob lawyer that was working with my family and stuff in secret, watching these people and trying to collect information and things like that so that they can get me back. I said this, that they found me at about 14, 15 years old, something like that. Um, But they really took notice to me when I was about 16. And that was the time I went to military school. So at this time now, Dio um, started dating my stepmom. So she was in a same-sex relationship. She had several marriages between then, and she would always, like, marry really fast, and she would take on the name that they had, and, um, so it was always like she had a different name, and then she changed me and my sister's last names to fit whoever she married's last name, so that it's, like, another way to hide me. Um, there was a lot of moving, a lot of name changing. When I was about 16, I see when I got in trouble with the courts, they found me because of me getting in trouble with the court. They found, like, what my new name was, basically. 
Like, it was the same spelling, same birthday, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, oh, okay, boom, this is her. Like, now her last name is something else. When before, we've been looking for her with this name. Now her name is different. And I can't remember. I really cannot remember if when you change your name, you get a different social security card or not. But I do remember at some point in time, I had a new social security. And I only remember that because she, like, made me remember this social security moving forward. So I don't know. I just know that I had a new social security card. Um, and then she went to the courthouse and all that shit and, like, made us switch the name to the dude she was married to at the time. Um, that relationship that she had before, this same-sex relationship, he was abusive. There was a big domestic violence situation going on. He was taking thousands of dollars from her to support his own addictions and I remember thinking like um he took I remember her telling me he took he stole at least like $25,000 from her um not $2,500 but like $25,000 and I remember thinking like hmm, for us to be broke that's a lot of money you know what I'm saying I'm not saying like that's buku money or nothing like that but it was like you know, like, to me, how much money she told me as a child, it didn't add up to why the fuck we lived in, like, poverty and we had money to live in a better place. We had enough money to be able to shop at a nicer place. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when she told me, like, he was stealing money from her because their bank accounts were now joint, it's like he somehow got access to my money. I do remember um, she was also putting, like, bills and things in my name. So, I remember getting mail when she started to let me check the mail as a kid. Um, And she took that privilege away from me when I started to get smart enough to, like, be like, why is the cable bill in my name? Why is this in my name? It's like she changed my last name and then she had me hidden because in reality I kind of didn't exist. So she was, like, running up cable bills and, like, um, apartments and places with my name on it. And then she'll change my name again. (sighs) This is a lot. So, um, the lawyer found me again around that time. Like, 2008, 2009 is when I was 16 and I got in trouble. So in 2008... They could have reached out to her and, um, and like, because the rest of the family that was his blood family, his kids, because they found his body in a way after all these years, after like a decade, they found his body. Um, and I believe they could only trace it that it was him because of his dental. You know, you can trace dental work and stuff like that. So they're able to identify this as his body. Um, my older siblings because like I said he was 43 when he had me so um my older siblings and stuff started to speak out against the mob and started to speak truth on what happened to dad and um the mob started to go around and like threaten like not the whole mob but it's like the people that wanted his position basically and didn't want him to be the boss the people that killed him they started to speak um, against those people 
and those people start to go around and threaten my older siblings and their families so they had to go into witness protection for a while yeah i see um they could have sent me something in the mail before i turned 16 when i was like 14 15 years old and um i never got that she never um let me see that that's when she um stopped letting me check the mail basically because I started to, like, notice a lot of things, ask a lot of questions about why certain things was coming in my name. Um, at 16, because, like I said, I was running around, and I was beating people up and robbing people and being very violent and shit. Now it kind of all makes sense. <laughs> this is kind of like the energy he had. He also did not like to be called Billy Fingers because it was more like... People were pointing out his deformity to his hands, basically. Um, so he liked to go by Wild, Wild Bill. Um, so it's like, I kind of had that really wild energy about me. Um, and I was doing a lot of stuff, being really bad. I got in trouble with the law. And um, it got wiped off of my criminal record because I was underage which she told me that she told me that basically she was like if you're under 18 you can get wiped from your record so I was purposely doing shit to get this anger out when I was that age because I knew by the time I hit 18 I had to calm down I said this before on my podcast so um I think I robbed a store or something I did something and um and I got in trouble at like 16 I had to go to court and they gave her the option of um me going to juvie or job corps or um the military school and she was like okay well I don't want her to go to jail so then um she was like job corps or military school and I was like neither so she picked for me and I went to military school. And at the same time, they sent my brother, my stepbrother, too. And I think this is the time that um, they were married or something like that. I can't remember what age they married. It was a long time ago. But I know her and um, the lady I call my stepmom, because neither one of them are my fucking parents now, I know. Um <sighs> But her and the lady that she was in the same-sex relationship with, I can't remember if they were married at this time or not. Um, But they did live in the same house. And we lived in a cul-de-sac in Auburn. Um, They both sent us to military school. So it's like, the lawyer found me again at 16 because I was entered into the system. Um, And they sent another letter. But I was gone. I wasn't there. I was in military school. So she was at this point she wasn't really surprised. She just kept moving. Um she just kept moving every time. I can't remember if this is the podcast that I removed or not, but I mentioned how um how me and my brother after we got back from military school, we um, were getting harassed by the police officers. I see this kind of like freaked her out in a way. 
because it's like she's always afraid that not really of me going to jail or anything like that just afraid of like getting caught so when me and him got harassed by that sheriff in auburn and it also it ended up being like racial profiling and we really didn't do anything they packed up and moved again and we moved to skyway in renton area um where i met my child's father and we were going to school together and all that kind of stuff it's like every time they would give her some type of come to court or subpoena or we know this is where she's at or something like that she would move addresses so at the time she was like gambling away money or gambling with her life gambling with her freedom by doing this every time but it's like she kept doing it i don't know how but she just did i really don't know how any of this works i'm not gonna lie to you I've done little petty shit, like rob people and shit, but I've never... This is like white-collar crime. I was never put on a lease. Hmm. Everywhere she moved, I was never put on a lease, so I see she was confused on how the fuck they kept finding out where we stayed. And it was pissing her off. I see it started to piss her off, so like... Mm-hmm. I know when you live in a house, it's like, and that, oh my God, that makes so much sense. That makes so much fucking sense. So it's like, when you live in a house and you have like parents and then you have like teenagers and kids and shit, of course you're supposed to put like head of household, whether it's a single parent or both parents. And then whatever the minors that are in the home, you're supposed to put that. My name was never put down on any of these leases. I'm seeing that's how she kept avoiding it. And then when they finally would catch it, she would move again. But she would make it seem like we're moving because the area is too crazy or I need a better school. Or honestly, she blamed a lot of this stuff on like me being violent and bad. She's like, oh, well, we got to leave this area because you keep fighting. You're hanging out with the wrong crowd. You're doing too much. And I see that none of the houses that she actually had, did she put my name on it? Like, since she moved from Crescent Point when I was about 15. Because by the time I was 16 is when her and um, the person she was married to or whatever in a same-sex situation with they moved to Auburn together and that was like their first place together and I felt like they moved really fast because it's like at least from our standpoint me and my sister thought they just started talking and then it's like okay well now we're all of a sudden like a few months later moving in the house with these people like what the fuck but I see why she moved so fast and she never put my name on the lease it could have been my sister's name but never me it was like she was trying to hide me yeah, she was trying to hide me, hide that I lived there. I was also wondering, like, how that worked. She, I do remember another point in time where she would use somebody else, like a friend, and be like, oh, you can go to this school district because we're using one of her friend's addresses for me. So even if they were looking for me, the male would come to that person's house, but the lady would be like, I don't know who this is. They don't live here. I don't have any kids. You know what I'm saying? 
it would never be like directly linked to her. So I was able to go to schools in certain school districts because the house that I actually lived in, it was like on paper, it, it seemed like I lived somewhere else, but she was using a friend's address. Like if she lived in the suburbs, she would use somebody in the city. If she lived in the city, she would lose somebody else. Shit like that. Yeah. And she really kept her composure with a lot of shit. But I see she never really fucking liked me. She was just always there to, like, slow me down from picking into my spiritual gifts. Things like that. I'm going to pause it here. stop my spiritual gifts, stop me from growing, slow me down. Um, As a teenager, I ran away a couple times. I didn't run away far. It was just like she would piss me off and I would leave. Um, And to the cops, she would always make it seem like, oh my gosh, I'm so loving. I care about her so much. Please bring my daughter back. But it was more so like she couldn't lose me because if they found out who I was, she would be caught up. And I'm seeing my dad's car in reverse. Like, if they actually found out who I was and I was entered in some type of um, program. Like, I remember when I ran away a couple times because she was pissing me off as a teenager before she got with this female. Um, She never really wanted to reconcile with me. She never wanted me to really come back. But it was like she had to because... If I went into the system and be like, okay, I want to be emancipated, it would have been like a whole court process. And I would have got my money. They would have been figured out. She would have stopped getting money from Kyle's family to keep hush about what they've been doing to me this whole time. They kept in constant talk. Like, they constantly talked. They constantly called each other. They were in more contact than I thought than I was led on since they were 19 when they were supposed to have their own kid together and it didn't happen if they lost contact then it was like shit would be hot for them so as much as I thought oh I don't have contact with my person that I thought was my biological father Kyle this whole time as much as I thought um we didn't have contact or he didn't know where I was or she tried to make it seem like he was the one stalking me so and stalking her so we have to keep running and hiding when she would be in um, relationships and domestic violence situations I'm seeing that that was her karma for doing this to me so when she was getting into these quick marriages to change her name most of them would be violent or domestic violence or somebody was robbing her and um this was like her karma but I'm also seeing like her and Kyle talked ever since they were 19. When um, I was... It's crazy because now I'm remembering when I was a teenager and I was running around beating a lot of people up and I lived in Crystal Point. I remember I lived there for a few years and before we moved out and she went with the same-sex marriage, um, I was starting to get death threats. 
and I couldn't figure out who it was because I hung out with hood people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it didn't make any sense on who the fuck would be trying to threaten me. Because just because I hung out with hood people, it's like, I didn't have no death threats. You feel me? I wasn't beefing with nobody out here. Everybody fucked with me. So it's like the shit that they would say over the phone. They was threatening to kill me and shit like that, but it didn't make any sense. And I'm seeing it was him trying to play on my, like trying to play on my top as a teenager, trying to get me scared when really it didn't do shit. It was like he was pissed off that I wasn't dead yet, so it was like he wanted me to like be fearful of my life and shit like that. She also wasn't poisoning me during that time because she was never fucking home. I was always home with me and my sister. I always had to watch my sister since I was a fucking child. Like, literally since I was a child, bro. I feel like maybe like four or five, six years old, I've been watching my sister by myself. And she would just be out partying now that I know. And I thought she was out working. And she'd be gone like sometimes 24 hours like a whole 24 hours sometimes and she'd be like oh I have to pick up double shifts and she'll call and shit like that but it's like you still left us home by ourselves um yeah um there was a time in Crescent Point where um I think I mentioned this before, like twice that the police, well, three times that the police were called on me there. One of the times it was because I went, I ran away, and they had to find me and bring me back home. And she pretended like she wanted me there, but she really didn't want me there. She just needed the money from Kyle's family because she didn't work. The next time, it's like... The next time, it's like... um. Oh, fights. I remember I taught my sister how to fight. I mentioned this before my little sister I grew up with. I taught her how to fight because these girls were trying to jump her um, at some little slumber party she went to in the apartments. And when we thought Dio was at work, I had her fight all the little girls one-on-one. And they went back home and said they got jumped even though she just beat them up. And they called the police on us. So then she like made us stay in the house if she wasn't there. But before we could just kind of like be at home at a certain point in time. Um, yeah. And I'm seeing the other time I got the police called on me was when I was being violent. And I think I mentioned this, but I can't remember if I took down this episode or not. But um, my sister's side of family, her cousins and shit, the boys, they used to like punch me, beat me up and shit like that. Um, you know, because I was wearing, like, skirts and I was looking cute and they were trying to be, like, overprotective. So I used to pull out a knife on them, like a butcher knife from the kitchen. And I used to walk around apartments with that so they'd leave me the fuck alone. And they called the police on me. So it was, like, a lot of police involvement and it had her scared. So then I see her and Treva, the female she started to talk to, that she eventually married, Tina's mom. They were talking, and they moved fast together so that she could get out of there because there was a lot of um, obvious signs that she wasn't present in the home enough with me. And it's like I started to be 
have like a small little record like even if I didn't go to jail I had a little record of like that they know this house I think I also mentioned in one of the episodes that I don't know if I took it down or not um but I mentioned that I was selling weed during that time out that apartment trying to make more money thinking she needed the fucking money so it's like the fucked up parties I'm thinking she needs this money and I'm handing it to her for bills and it turns out she already has money for bills. She just made it seem like she was broke, so she's taking more money from me actively. So I was selling weed since like 14, 13, 14 years old. And so we had a camera above our house. And it's like I lied and told her that they installed the camera everywhere, but it was just over our house because they knew I was trafficking. Too much traffic, too much smell, complaints and shit like that. It's like, when she started to talk to Tina's mom, Treva, she moved in with her quick, and we moved to the suburbs, the countryside of Washington, like Auburn. It's more like hick. It's more like ducked off. A lot of white people, she were the only black family in the cul-de-sac. They moved us there to hide, and I was not put on the lease, hiding from police officers um, subpoenas or whatever the fuck type of mail because they kept finding me and then she stopped it's like she had certain bills in my name then they would find me so they would, she would have to hide again so it's like I kept getting in fights I kept um, getting police called on me so she had to go and hide again so I'm seeing when they met they were just kind of like cool friends and then like it moved hella fast and then we moved to the cul-de-sac and all because of this. Then I see she almost got caught again when she was there. And she sent me to military school. So it's like even if they did come around and look for me, I was in military school for like five and a half months. So it was like a fail. See, I didn't know, but they could have visited the house looking for me. Yeah. I had no idea this whole time that since a child, she never cared about me. She never really was there for me. She was just taking care of me so that this family would pay her off. It's like hush money. And I would cry to her about, like, not having family. And she used to be like, oh, yeah, you always need a family. You always do this. You're always the type that cares about family. And it's like, because I felt the energy of, like, like I was missing something. You know what I'm saying? And I thought it was their side of family, but it wasn't. It was like I was really missing who the fuck I really was. It's like intuitively I knew something was off. She was just slowing shit down, but she didn't want to lose this steady money she was getting. She was robbing me for a long fucking time. She wasn't poisoning me at the time because she didn't like cooking and she was never home. I was the cook. And the thing is, I went to culinary arts school or class, classes when I was a young kid, learned how to make every type of cuisine. And since then, it's like kind of like Cinderella, like... She taught me how to do dishes real young. She taught me how to cook a little bit, and then she taught me. And then she sent me to a school to teach me how to cook, or a class, or whatever, to teach me how to cook. 
then once I learned that, it was like she was never there. I was always cooking. Like, I had to have dinner made by the time she got home from quote-unquote work. But really, she never really worked. She would go in the house, lock herself in the room. And then she would let us use some of the money on the weekends. Like I said, when we would order pizza and go get Blockbuster and Hollywood video movies and shit like that. But in reality, this is my fucking money. I never had, like, a real big party or anything like that for my birthday. It was always, like, I never even had a separate cake for my sister. She made it seem like everything was a struggle. And that's fucked up. Like, literally, she was getting hella money. She made it seem like we couldn't even afford our own cake. So she would literally, like, I mentioned this before, like, half the cake would be, like, whatever character my sister's into. SpongeBob, Barbie, whatever. Rats. And then for me, I always loved Batman, so every time it would be Batman. But it would be like half the cake would be cookies and cookies and cream, ice cream, Oreo cake. The other half would be like strawberry or chocolate, whatever the hell my sister made. And it's like we celebrate our birthday together. Our birthday is a week apart. Hella years, like four years, but a week apart. And she wouldn't even let me have my separate birthday. It was always like we celebrated it together. Because she would be going on like little trips and shit like that or doing little things just having fun (sighs) this is a lot I'm gonna pause right here pictures things like that photo albums and shit it was like these memories that I have in my photo album it was like a way to have a cover up like oh this has been my child since this long oh this is your family oh you grew up here like playing on my top playing on me and my sister's top to be honest with you now that I'm seeing that, um, she gonna listen to this and her whole world about to flip upside down. I feel like her world already started flipping upside down when I cut her off and I stopped dealing with her. After my ancestors started to show me her true character, did I know this at the time I cut her off? Fuck no. I, thought, I just thought she was like a horrible fucking mom and horrible grandma and shit. But I'm seeing that, um, she never gave a fuck about me so her what's it called her veil her mask starts to fall off and she starts to be truly who the fuck she is you know what i'm saying so when she started to show me that she didn't really give a fuck about me or my kid and she just wanted to be around for the looks um once i stopped feeding into her bullshit all that magic they've been doing this whole time on my mental reversed I'm seeing my Italian family here in the car. They're very well off. They're very balling. Everybody, my grandma, my dad, his family, my mom, her family, they all came from wealth. I'm seeing it. Even if my mom, when she was alive, she had to work for it and she was going to school to be a lawyer or even, I don't know if she ever became a lawyer or not. I don't know. But it's like they all were well off. Now, I'm seeing her side of family, they might have um, not really been a part of the mob. 
but my dad's side was. They were just balling. Um, they had connections, things like that. She was literally just babysitting me. It makes sense on how certain, uh, when we became of a certain age, she would spoil my sister. And I used to, like, you know, you have heart-to-hearts with your quote-unquote parents, right? So I was trying to have a heart-to-heart with her and tell her how I feel like I had to work hard for every dollar I had. But she would just hand my sister money and just spoil her. Like, my sister had allowance up until she was, like, 18. And I'm like, what the fuck, like? Honestly, I started working at, like, 13, making up my own business to babysit kids to help her. But, like, literally the age I became old enough out here in Seattle to join this program to start working, she made me go out and look for a job. She made me feel like if I wasn't looking for a job, I was lazy. And, like, I was going to be a bum and be nothing. Like, she literally kind of, like, forced me to work. Um besides me helping her like I didn't really get to enjoy my teenage years that much because I was working so hard you know what I'm saying so it's like and then it's like when it came time for my sister to hit that age she didn't work like my sister got her first job when she was like um in college or something and then by that time she was being held up she got an allowance this whole fucking time her whole life so she felt like she didn't even want to work a job. It was like she just wanted to do a career. She's like, okay, I'm going to school for this. I just want to start my career. And I was like, well, they're not going to hire you. We don't even have the basic practice of having a job. So that's the only reason she actually got a job. When I moved out at 19, my sister was 15. And she, I had a two bedroom, two bathroom by myself. And she made me move my sister in. And she paid my sister's rent. So she was literally just getting paid to live there with me. So that she didn't have any more kids. So it's like, again, I worked. My sister didn't have to work. She didn't even force my sister to work at 15 when she was old enough to get a job. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when I would bring that up to her, thinking, of course, at this time, I thought she was my fucking mom. And I'm crying to her like, why are you spoiling her? Why did you make me feel like this? Why did you make me feel like that? She would always make me think I'm tripping. Or be like, you're over-exaggerating or whatever the fuck. And then she would, like, be like, um, every kid has to get raised differently. But it's like, no, you literally work me like a fucking slave at this time. Like, my sister would just sleep in, do whatever she wanted to all day long, playing. And now she's 18, and it's like, now she just finally got her first real fucking job. Meanwhile, I've been working since 13, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I felt like Cinderella and a stepchild or some shit like that. Because she was really just babysitting me for these witches these old bitches on Kyle's side of family that was doing all this magic um I didn't really have too many boyfriends or anything like that I mentioned that like my first real serious relationship was my child's father before him I had like one other serious relationship and that was really it I didn't really have like serious relationship and shit like that she kind of kept me so busy I didn't have time for a dude I was more so like fighting guys like I was a knucklehead I was a tomboy um she didn't really care about the fights and shit I was getting in until it started to bring police and shit in um she kept it really hidden that she was still talking to Kyle on the low 
she kept, like, they both kept these games that they were playing on my head on a low. I see she's very afraid that all this is coming out and I really don't give a fuck because it's gonna imbalance her mental, her career, her whole life's work. Like I said, they don't have a real legend to leave behind besides this type of shit. They're afraid of motherfuckers judging them. They're really cowards and they don't want motherfuckers to see that they're cowards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Wow. So, I see when I moved up here at uh, eight years old, I'm seeing like um, the re no, what was I like seven going on eight or something like that? The reason I moved up here at that age is because it's like she needed somewhere else to go, it was too hot. So she started to kind of talk back with my sister's dad. Meanwhile, he moved all the way up here from um, New Orleans. And he was finding a better life for himself, created his own business and stuff like that. My sister's biological father. So she, like, pretended she wanted to get back with him just so that he would offer to move us out here. And, of course, he said yes because he actually cares about us. And she said, like, she made it seem like she needed help. But she kept it hidden this whole time that she was this way. He actually worked for every dollar he ever had. Like, he works really hard. He works too fucking hard for me. Like, I hate how much he has to work. Um, That's why I'm going to make sure he's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure the people that was, like, actually there for me are really good when I get straight. But um, he has physically put in work. He does, like, landscaping, janitorial services. All that type of stuff. He physically breaks his back for this type of shit. She don't know about that type of shit. She don't give a fuck about that type of shit. When even she made it seem like she did. She's really depressed. Because I cut her off. It's like she was tapped into my energy so tough. It's like everything she had was manifested off of me. And I'm seeing like when she lost contact with me. That's when she started to stress the fuck out. Probably because she was still feeding them information. Because I was trying to figure out, like, okay, boom. I know how some people got my address. Because, you know, like I said, the other females and shit out here in Seattle was stalking me and shit. Without my knowledge. They were being like, oh, I thought they were my friends. And, like, I was supporting their business. Getting plates, shit like that, right? It's like, when I moved to where I'm at now, the only reason why Kyle was able to send certain hitmen and shit like that my way is because she stayed here with me. It's like she would make up some type of excuse like, oh, um, me and Trevor are divorcing. And it's like my sister, she was smart enough to tell her own mom no, you know, but I'm the more caring one. Like, I'm not gonna hold you. My sister's cutthroat. <laughs> my little sister's cutthroat. Like, she was like, oh, me and Trevor are divorcing. Like, can I stay here for a little bit? My, my sister's like, you know, my mom is not gonna work out for me. But it's like she knew I cared more. So even though I just had my son, I was like, yeah, you can stay here for a little bit till you get you a little place. And it's like she moved me to where we are now. We got this place. We're staying here for a minute. And she moved She moved out. It's like she'll keep doing shit like that. It's like when I'm doing really good on my own, she'll try to come in and move some shit around or try to have this sob story 
where it's like I'm really caring, so I'll help, and then she'll make me struggle more than I need to be struggling. And then I'll fall again and have to get myself back up again. And it's like this time it didn't work. Like I said, it's like I got here, and then she started tripping because I was being more spiritual. And she tried to be like, um, the only way you got into this place, into this apartment, was because the money she made like you know what I'm saying like I would have still been in low income apartments if it wasn't for her but the thing is I don't give a fuck where I live as long as I got a roof over my head I'm good you know what I'm saying so it's like she'll try to break my spirit saying little shit like that and I remember when we were in here and she moved out it's like she just got up one day and was just like I'm leaving I'm like okay like wasn't we just both putting up rent we was both doing real good and shit like that have my business going, making soaps, doing all the shit, doing readings and shit, and it's like, she was pissed off because I was getting more spiritual, so then, she just came home, back home out of nowhere and was like, um, next month I'm out of here, I don't know what you and your son gonna do, but you need to figure it out, and I'm like, I'm not about to leave next month, the fuck, like, I didn't have no money saved up to just pack up me and my one-year-old or two-year-old, however the fuck old he was last year. Two, I guess. He just turned two. I'm like, I ain't got no money for that. Like, I'll figure it out, you know? And she was, like, mad because I didn't fall for her shit. Like, my spirit was getting stronger. And she was, like, mad at me because I kept trusting in my spirit. You know? She's like, everything's not spiritual. And I'm like, yes, it is. You feel me? As long as I can keep my mind straight, everything is spiritual. I don't need you here. You feel me? And obviously, it's like a whole year since she moved out of here, which I would have been good where the fuck I was, protected where the fuck I was, no matter what was going on behind my back. It's like I didn't need her for anything. She needed my help, so I moved. She was supposed to move into my apartment, but she made it seem like she was helping me by getting us a bigger apartment. Okay, thank you for getting me a two-bedroom, two-bath, but me and my son were good. I was about to move my shit and turn my living room into a fucking bedroom, and I didn't care. You feel me? And none of this shit matters. Like, nothing can break my spirit, bro. And that's like, that pissed her off. And it's just like, when she was leaving, and she tried to, like, threaten to put me and my son out on the streets in the middle of the summer or something like that. It was either winter or summer. I don't know, but it was some type of, it could have been winter. It could have been, like, February or something. It was snowing. And she was basically making it seem like she's going to be out. So we're going to be out in the snow. And I'm like, no, the fuck we're not. So when I stood my ground and I yelled at her, it scared the shit out of her. And, like, she just moved out immediately. And I remember she was walking around, like, expecting me to apologize to her and moping around like I was going to give a fuck, but I didn't. I noticed that I scared the shit out of her and Kyle with my spirit when I actually stood strong and stood up for myself. And now it makes sense. Because it's like this whole time I was walking around getting all this magic done on me. And they was like trying to make me weak, trying to make me feel like I needed them. Like when he tried to break my spirit when I moved out to New York. Trying to make him, like they both trying to make it seem like they're helping me, but they're not. It's like they just want me right under them for, for them to break my spirit and me to like, be like, fuck this, I'm going to kill myself or something. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, these motherfuckers are really sick, dog. This is crazy. Like, this is really crazy. This whole time, she been sitting on big money because of me, my money. When she lost contact with me, that's what fucked her up. 
because she lost his money. They could have stopped getting her this money for babysitting me, even though I'm a grown-ass fucking woman, 29. But it's like they expected me to be dead by now. They are paying people out in the city to kill me. They were trying to poison me and shit like that. Even when I was sick and shit, and I'm thinking, my mom is cooking me some food, and she's bringing it over for me to get better. She's putting poison in my food. She think I didn't know when I got hit by the car, and I was 18, or fresh 19 or something like that, when I was staying at my um, grandma's house in Federal Way. She think I didn't know when I turned fresh 19 that her and the cake that Treva brought me was a sex magic cake. I took a small bite of it and it tastes like pussy. And I threw it up and I threw the whole cake away. This type of weird ass shit happens. Like, I need people to really understand this type of shit. I don't know how the fuck they take their secretions. Because I can see under, I can understand dudes' cum comes out like differently. I don't know how the fuck they took their secretions and put it in that cake, but they did. That cake was disgusting. It smelled like pussy. I threw it away. And I wasn't talking to her during that time either. It's like I kept cutting her the fuck off all these years. And they kept doing weird shit. Making sex magic cakes. Making me sick. Poisoning me. Putting spells on me and shit. When I started to learn magic, I didn't know that she'd been learning magic from these bitches this whole time. So she'd been doing magic on me herself this whole time. I'm thinking this is something that me and my mom are learning together without even knowing this bitch ain't even my fucking mom. And whenever my little sister hears this, I don't even feel bad for calling your mom a bitch because you're probably, you probably gonna cut this little bitch off because she's a weirdo. I'm not gonna hold it. Fuck her. All you got is your dad. All I got is your dad too. You feel me? And my ancestors. And that's okay. I'm cool with that. It's like, I'm seeing, she was really big on goals and I said that. She always be like, okay, what's your one-year goal? What's your six-month goal? What's your three-month goal? And the only reason she always wanted to check on me and my goals is because she was doing shit to stop them. She would go and call Kyle and his little bitch-ass aunties and sisters and be like, okay, boom. She has a goal of doing this, of going to that school, of going to this, of getting this type of car by this time. And they would go and do a spell against me. So I would lose this car, lose this job, lose this whatever opportunity. I was going to dental school, and I graduated top of the class where I was going to be able to work at UW Pediatrics, one of the top pediatric places in Washington. And I was getting panic attack and anxiety attacks. Now that I realize it, ever since I've been stepping into spirituality, I don't even have fucking anxiety attacks like that. And when I do, I feel it's somebody else's energy, and I do this type of shit, speak my truth, and it goes away. So it's like the shit I thought I had attacks for and passing out and shit like that. That was them doing spells on me this whole fucking time. I could have worked at pediatric at that pediatric center and they ruined it for me. Cause I was passing out so fucking much. It seemed like the work was overwhelming, but it didn't make sense to me because it's like I was doing good. Why the fuck would I just be passing out at fucking work all the time? It was like became a health hazard. I couldn't pass out and I'm supposed to be handing some very dangerous tools to the dentist. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Every goal that I ever had for myself, these little bitches would stop it. My love life. Oh, you really like this person? Oh, that's cute. You know, just playing on my fucking top. Everything. She would tell me, like, if I ever got pregnant, 
Of course, I thought she was just joking around as a teenager, but she told me. And of course, I didn't want to get pregnant as a fucking teen. But she would tell me if I get pregnant as a teenager, she'd push me down the stairs. This type of shit, like, it's like right there in my face. But it's like, I thought she was just saying that because she didn't want to be a young grandma. You know what I'm saying? No. It's because it's a liability. (sighs) Fuck this bitch. This bitch is dirty. I see she kept tabs on every phone I had. Or she gave them the number to every phone I had so they would play on my phone. Or track my phone. Have people track my phone. Listen in on my conversations or something like that. Something like that. Once I got my first cell phone, it's like, or track location. She did something with my fucking phone that I didn't know about to see if I was talking to people about what what it is that, you know what I'm saying? Seeing if I figured it out when I didn't figure it out till just recently. Pause right here, bro. She basically didn't want me to make a move without her knowing it. Playing on my top about every fucking thing, bro. If I was in a serious relationship, she would sabotage it so that I wouldn't get married. Yeah, she just wanted me to, like, be in this lustful energy. Like, just have sex with people but not really be married. I see she also did spells on me to make me um, be attracted to females even more than I was. Like, I was already attracted to females since I was a kid. I said this. I didn't tell nobody at that time. I came out when I was, like, 15 years old. During Halloween, when my best friend passed away. This is when I came out and told everybody I was bi. But once I told her this, she was, like, aiming for me to be with a woman so that I wouldn't have a child of my own. She just wanted me to be in, like, lustful relationships or, like, just with a bitch just never would have do she did so much mental magic is fucking this little bit bitch up she probably can't even fucking sleep i see she been wanting they've been wanting me to be gay my whole life i see this because she was hoping this they were like hoping this for whatever the fuck reason i don't understand it's like they knew i was so powerful I don't know why the fuck this... What does this even have to do with the money and the kidnapping? This makes no sense. It's just like, after a certain point in time, they were just doing anything to destroy me or break me. That's kind of what it's leading to right now. Like, they don't want me to have real love. They don't want me to have a child. They don't want me to do this. They don't want me to do that. It's bigger than just them babysitting me for some checks and some money. And trying to keep me hidden and quiet trying to keep me off my spiritual journey it was like they were trying to control every little point in my life with magic moon magic in particular what a bunch of losers this is some loser shit now this is really starting to piss me off at first i was like wow like this is a lot i'm overwhelmed and shit now it's like fuck all these motherfucking dirty ass bitches they seen that i never cared about playing with baby dolls and shit i was action figure comic book kid i love figuring out movies and shit I was smarter at figuring out movies than she was. I was always smarter than her. It got to this point where she started to get jealous. 
That's what I'm seeing. It became a point in time where she started to get jealous of how many friends I made, how popular I was, how people loved me. So they started to do moon magic on me even more. I see this is when I turned 18, when I first moved out her shit. She put me out. They would do shit like this. When I, I said this before, that when I was a sophomore, no, 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 junior year, at the beginning of the year, I went to, I was going to school in Renton. The last half of the year, I went to military school, so when I came back, it's like it was basically time for senior year to start. I only had a little bit longer than I was going to be a senior going to college. Like the last half of junior year, I only spent like the first semester or so there, and then I started to do run and start. I went to dental school, and I had to stay in dental school like for two years, so it surpassed my graduation date, so I didn't walk with my class, but I didn't care because I still got my diploma. And I graduated from college and high school at the same time. I was doing two, three jobs and high school work and dental school work all at the same time from being somebody that was lazy. It was like when I finally pushed myself, I could do it. She was mad. She been doing magic on me this whole time to try to slow me down. Who the fuck? This is some loser shit. It's like the person that she was babysitting, she started to get jealous of because by the time I hit the age that she ran away, I was doing better than her in every way while still smoking bud, while still fighting and doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do, while still partying. This whole time, I was having dreams, mobster dreams. And she would always be like, I don't know, maybe you just watch too many mob movies. Maybe you watch too much TV. Knowing that she's not my family. Knowing that every time I told her I had an Italian dream and asked her, who the fuck am I? What are, what are we? Why am I light-skinned? I was so light, she used to call me white girl. Now I see why she was calling me white girl. She used to make fun of me because I got tired of her calling me white girl that I would go out and tan when it would be really hot and we lived in the cul-de-sac. To the point I literally bought like self-tanning lotion because it, it I would get so light again in the winter even if the sun was beaming on me the whole summertime. that All that color would go away and I would be lighter again by the time wintertime came. So I remember I got this Jergens, this Jergens self-tan lotion. There's like different levels. And that's how I stayed the color that I am now. That's crazy. My feet, my legs was always the lightest because I always covered up a lot. And I wanted it to be even. So I started to tan and wear self-tanning lotion so that when I'm just out in the sun, it will make me dark. Cause I was tired of her calling me white girl. Now I see why she called me that. This is fucking crazy. She kept a very close eye on my love relationships and shit like that. 
not because she was a concerning mom, but because when I became the age around the time, she was going out and doing shit. She was jealous. She was jealous that it's like I'm seeing that um, I'm seeing that it's like some about when she gave me my first phone, it had some type of tracking on it. Did I know this? Hell no. My first phone from her was a flip phone with no camera, barely any texting and shit like that. And then when I started to sell weed and do little things for money and shit like that, creating my own businesses and shit like that, robbing people, I would come home every day with a new phone and I wouldn't get it from her. So I see she couldn't track me because I didn't get the shit from her. It was not under my name, nothing. She couldn't keep tracking me anymore. They couldn't follow me around and know my locations anymore. They're really creepy, bro. Yeah, they were tracking me and listening to my phone calls. That's crazy. That is so fucking crazy to me. That is like, I low-key have my, my real dad, Wild Bill. I low-key have his fucking energy. Where I was so wild as a kid, they couldn't keep me under control. I used to have... This is when the phones started to come out, like, back-to-back. It was, like, the Razor phone. I got that for my first time. No, she gave me the little T-Mobile one with no camera, no nothing. Then the Razor came out, and I robbed somebody for the Razor. Then I think the G2 came out or something. The Google phone. Got that. The HTC phone. Got that. The Sidekick. Got that. Every phone. She never helped me with it. She was like, where are you getting this from? I just take it from people. I had smartphones and shit. I was bringing her smartphones and shit. She could never figure it the fuck out. I'm hearing she's about to be fucking rattled when she hears this shit. She's like, how the fuck does she know that? Because, man, I know every fucking thing. Don't play with me. Stop playing on my fucking top. You can't play on my top no more. She listens to my podcast so much. I can tell when she's listening. You listen to that shit every day. They said, my ancestors said, listen to this one, little bitch. Fuck you. You're not my mom. You and these bitches and these punk-ass niggas did all this magic to my mom and made her kill herself. That's fucked up. You kidnapped me from my mom. You and Kyle been doing magic on each other with love spells and shit since y'all was 17, 18 years old, going to high school. You lied to me about him killing the pizza boy. You told me that when... You told me that when you had me as a baby, that he was in prison for killing a pizza boy. Now I feel like he could have been in trouble for doing something other than that. It could have been something that had to do with my dad. I don't know. My dad died years after that. I was about seven years old when he died. My real biological father. Whatever Kyle did, I don't fucking know. But he was not in prison. You lied about that. You and his whole family lied about every fucking thing. You guys also stalked my Google accounts or something like that. My Facebook, MySpace, whatever the fuck I ever had. Pay for people to do magic on me. All to get me from, to stop me from this point that I'm doing right now. Confronting y'all. All from this shit.
crazy that your life's work can go to shit in a couple episodes, right? I see all the houses you ever got. The house retrieval. All the houses retrieval. What you have? One, two, three, four houses. Those are all from the money that my dad left me behind. Let's be real about that. All the little weekend get-togethers with me and my sister. Oh, yeah, y'all can go get a couple movies and go get some pizza and get some cupcakes and cookies. That was my fucking money. Let's talk about that. You try to make me seem like, oh, I was out here running around and you didn't want me to be like Kyle. But you knew my energy was not like Kyle. He ain't no real duck. He might have raised some pit bulls and some Rottweilers. Okay. He's not really a thug. He wore baggy clothes. He beat up on women. He beat up on you. But he's not a real thug. And you know that. He tried to beat me up. And I spooked that nigga the fuck out. I don't even know why he has my name tatted on his neck. That is some weird shit. You guys tried so hard to make it seem like I was y'all daughter and I'm not. I don't look like none of y'all. I look like my grandma Jeanette. Got her same chinky little eyes and everything. Her same smile. You can look at her in a picture with the people that thought she was their mom. All of them. None of them look like her. Gee, I wonder why. She infiltrated all you motherfuckers. All of you. You try to make it seem like y'all wasn't in love and y'all wasn't obsessed. Y'all been doing this whole shit like some Bonnie and Clyde shit thinking it's cool. I was wondering how the fuck you were supposed to be this quote-unquote square that he was dating when he has always been a scam artist. Since the moment you told me, he's always been a scam artist. Even with Makai's mom. He let her take the fall for 400 pounds of weed going across state lines. And I'm like, how the fuck did he end up with you? And you make it seem like you don't want to jaywalk. You always walk a straight line because you were scared that if you got caught up, you weren't going to get caught up for this too. Oh, you are. Don't trip. You can't move away with this. They been, they know where the fuck you live and everything. They been with this. Don't trip. It's not about if he's going to sell you out in court. It's about the fact that they've been trolling you. How you like them cookies? How the fuck you think they keep finding me? They've been on your neck, dumbass. When I started to push it together, I'm like, why is the cable bill and the light bill in my name? I started to get old enough to realize this is my fucking name on this bill. You had depth in my name, dog, when I was a kid. But it wasn't because you didn't have the money to pay it. It's because you would leave so fast and then it would catch you up to try to call. Because you had to move the house and move and dip out. And we'd leave every year. Moving somewhere else, somewhere else, somewhere else. So, of course, it'd be hot for you to be like, oh, I moved from here. Let me pay this bill. When they was just looking for you. When they just gave you some type of subpoena to come to court. You've been running from the law this whole time. Stop fucking playing with me. Stop lying, dog. You and this weirdo, light-skinned nigga that you were with in high school. Y'all lost your son together. And this is a trauma that y'all built together. And instead of healing through that, y'all took somebody else's kid. And thought this kid was too dumb to see past all this shit. 
I'm not saying I knew and had y'all figured out this whole fucking time. But baby, my mind is too fucking strong. Y'all were so scared for this fucking day. Tell me why I knew. And it's so funny that the last time we spoke and had any conversations, the ancestors had me test you. Dio. I hit you up and said I ain't had no diapers or nothing for my son when I did. And I had money for him. Hella diapers, hella wipes. They said, try this one more time to see her real energy. Because I'm asking them, what the fuck am I waiting on? Why am I still waiting to get my money? Y'all been talking about this money this whole time. It's because your punk ass was still in my energy. Because I felt like, oh, this is my mom. I'm going to make sure my mom got a house. I'm going to make sure my mom is good. Hey, you're not getting a fucking dime. Not a quarter. Not a penny. I wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire, my nigga. That's just facts. You were in my energy, holding this shit back the whole time, doing magic on me. In the same house as me. That's funny. That's real funny to me. You are the reason it took so fucking long, because I had to step outside myself and see. So they had me test you one last time. And I said, hey, I ain't got nobody else to turn to. Could you help me out with your grandson? Could you give me, Can you give me a couple bucks to go get some diapers? You said no. I blocked you on everything. That was a test. Bitch, I got all that shit. I don't need you. I don't need you for shit. You're surprised about that because you thought after you moved out of here, I was going to have struggles. I ain't had no struggles. I've been comfortable this whole fucking time. You're surprised by that. You don't understand how I don't work a normal nine to five, but I'm still on top of everything because like I said when I'm spiritual the ancestors take care of me don't trip off nothing I don't trip off shit you're so confused by this so fucking confused how I keep winning without you because I never needed you you needed me you needed my fucking money you needed me to be in your fucking energy to keep getting these checks for babysitting me this whole time Bitch, I'm almost 30. I don't need your ass. You don't need to babysit me no more. I've never needed you to babysit me. Because even as a child, you didn't even watch your own fucking kid. I watched her. What a fucking loser. That last test was to show me true character. That's what broke the uh, back of the camel, whatever the fuck how that shit said. When you said no to my son, even though I was pretending I needed help and I didn't, that was a test. But a couple days before that, you had money talking about this weekend you wanted to bring him to go to McDonald's and get ice cream. He don't eat McDonald's. We don't eat that cheap-ass shit. My son eats fruits and veggies. A couple days after you offered that to take him out the weekend, before the weekend, a couple days before the weekend, I actually said no. I blocked you. Why? Because you didn't want to actually take him out. You planned to get my son killed. Can I tell you, baby girl, if you would have came back up the stairs a few hours later without my son, I would have killed you right there with my bare fucking hands. You don't know who I am. You were scared at me from yelling at you when you threatened to put us out of my fucking house. Everything you ever had, that car, that Mini Cooper you had, my fucking money. That $25,000 that your ex-husband stole from you is my money. How the fuck did you have that on your minimum wage? 
Don't fucking play with me. Stop playing with me, bro. You've been playing on my top for so long. It's it's time to really speak some facts. Don't fucking play with me, bro. I ain't nobody scared of you, dog. I have never been scared of you. I see I scared the shit out of you when I start to speak my mind, though. And I know this is gonna haunt you for however long you got left on this motherfucking planet, little bitch. Now, like I said again, when my sister listens to this, I hope she know that the only person in her life that really cared for her either was her fucking dad. And I know that turns your stomach because, bitch, you're so mad that he's so filthy. And if you do anything on him, I'm going to break your fucking back spiritually. You know that. I'm already breaking your back. I know you lost your job. I know you did. I know you have shit. You have nothing. And that makes me laugh. Stop coming to my dreams. When you popped up in my dream the last time, I attacked you and that fucked you up. And you tried to send me a scary dream. And it didn't scare me. It just pissed me off. And I got all the rest of the facts. And they told me to do this podcast to break the rest of your little fucking cells that you got in your brain. You want to make me crazy? I bet you you going crazy right now trying to figure out how the fuck I know all this shit. Get the fuck out of here. around this whole time eating off my money going on vacations that little trip you and your bitch Treva went on my money I bet you I bet you that I bet you didn't know she was also robbing you of money or you might have I don't know but all that money in that house and shit you trying to figure out how the fuck when y'all divorced she got all this shit cause she been playing on your top the whole time taking tax money off you guys been filing taxes with her cousin or whatever. Y'all been doing a lot of white-collar crimes. She been skimming money off you, too. Everybody you ever been married to skim money off you, but really they skim money off me. Because you're not balling. It's my money. It's my shit. It's still there. I still have way more than you even think. There's money y'all didn't even fucking find or have. Think about it. You know how many mobsters left me behind money? Y'all didn't know who the fuck y'all was fucking with. This is the part that that really scares you, though. It's people passing judgment on you. Because your whole clout came from you making it seem like I was a lazy little motherfucker. That I didn't work. That I needed low income. That I needed this and that and that and this. But really, that was your whole fucking life. This is where you fall. Yeah, you didn't understand that. You fucking, none of y'all understood that. My money came with consequences when you started to tap into my money. 29 years later, I don't give a fuck how long it took. 29 years later, your tower's falling. Why? Because you had no idea that my fucking money you've been spending this whole time with these motherfuckers and Kyle's family, it came with bodyguards. 15 of them. Italian mobsters, hitmen, killers. It also came with mob lawyers. My money's always been protected. These motherfuckers didn't even know my grandma Jeanette is not even their fucking biological mom or grandma. She's mine. 
Do you know how filthy you gotta be to pull off some shit like that? You thought you were infiltrating some shit and she been infiltrating y'all. These same mob lawyers have been keeping an eye on everything y'all do. At the same time, she been gathering more money and protecting my shit. She knew I was her grandbaby when she seen me. Y'all was trying to mentally manipulate me and shit. It's crazy because when I started to be spiritual and started to tap into my natal chart, I found out that I was molested as a kid. I remembered that memory because it was so suppressed because y'all did so much magic on my mental and my memories. So when I brought it to your attention when you lived here, I knew something was wrong when I brought this to you and you didn't react. You didn't even fucking react. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm sorry. That was such a dry, stiff ass. That gave, that was a dead giveaway. I'm up here crying and trying to heal and telling you what I just figured out and what I remember. And you asked me how I figured that out, and I showed you. I can't even remember what house it is in the chart, but I showed you how it will tell you if you had experienced trauma in your childhood on your natal chart, and it said. Sexual molestation due to negligence of mother. It said that in a sentence on the fucking birth chart that I looked up online. And I started to think about that shit. And started to remember Sean's creepy ass. And how he would always try to get in my sleep sack. Or whatever the shit's called. Little sleep sack, little shit that you take camping. And I used to pee on myself so he would leave me the fuck alone. I'd rather smell like piss than him fuck with me. I remember all that shit. And when I brought it to your intention as a grown-up, you didn't even have a real reaction because you didn't give a fuck. When I brought up the fact that I remember drowning at the house and I remember seeing this picture at the house with Pook and Tyra in them, you didn't even have a reaction. I don't remember that. They never told me that. Bitch, yes, you did. Yes, you did, no. You knew this. You knew everything and you tried to make it seem like, oh, I have such a bad memory. No, you don't. Fuck you. You were never my mom, so why would you give a fuck about keeping me safe? Right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Get the fuck out of here. You just was hoping that I would never get a grip of my own mind. <laughs> I see when every car that I ever had, you had people come and do something to it so that I would die. But instead, I didn't die. I just have to keep taking that shit to the fucking um, place of getting it fixed. It was just a waste of money that I would pay for my money off tops. I would pay for my my car to get fixed. Not you. Me. I see my dad, my real biological dad, while ill. I see he was very overprotective of my brother. My twin that I had that I didn't know I had. He was very overprotective of him when he was alive because and I see these fucking cowboy boots in his goddamn hat. Because of this, he kept him in a sheltered life. Kept him away from everybody because he knew that I was kidnapped. He knew exactly where the fuck I was. But he also knew because he was coming over to my grandma Jeanette's house and sitting down with me and talking with me. He never told me he was my dad because that would have threw off my mind as a kid. 
already called my sister's dad my dad and I pissed off Kyle so if I would have went back and started to say I met my dad at my grandma's house that would have blew the whole cover so he didn't tell me that but he spent time with me you guys had no idea who the fuck's kid y'all thought y'all kidnapped? But I understand why I'm so fucking gangster now. And I don't play that shit. Hmm. Yeah, I see it. My brother had no idea. He also has the same fucking gifts as me. He does. He might even have pictures that he drew of me and him or of me and a twin. I always said this my whole life. I wish I had a twin. I see why I say that now. He had gifts too. My dad, after he died, he went to go to him in spirit. So he also sees shadows. He's also medium. I see this. That could have been by some water or something or Long Island, New York, somebody. They could have found him somewhere like that. Some of his body was there. Some of his body was in the water. My mom was gone. My biological mom is gone. I have no actual parents that are biological to me on this planet. Only one that I consider my parent is my sister's dad. He taught me everything that I know spiritually, not you. You kept trying to pump that shit into my my life. Try to put me into Mormon Bible study and shit. Make me a Mormon. Make me a Christian. All that bullshit. And I would always get kicked out of every single little church you would bring me to. Because the Bible study was shit. And I can tell them that it wasn't true. That was all the cover. You were hoping those little fucking stupid ass churches you brought me to would make me believe in Jesus H. Christ, this white-haired, blue-eyed motherfucker. And you was trying to keep me from being spiritual this whole time. You and them. Please, just whatever it is. The psychics say that this and this and that, so keep her away from this. You try to also make it seem like you didn't believe in psychics or magic until recently, until I started to believe in it. Then you try to make it seem like you were just learning this as I'm learning it, and I see you've been doing this the whole time. You guys were making my mom crazy. Every time I see, every time I turned to birthday, you guys were doing spells on her until she killed herself. Yeah. Because every time my brother turned to the next age, she had to remember that she still had a daughter out there. hear my baby's up so I'm gonna go make sure he's good I see him with this fucking cowboy hat again when he been missing I see my brother went to her side of family and he doesn't have a mother or father either these doctors and nurses y'all could have paid them all off to make sure this was never figured out got a fake birth certificate and all that kind of shit of course Kyle's name was never on there cause he wasn't my dad and it would have brought attention straight to his family straight to his family you kept changing your name because your name is the only name on there so that's why you didn't want to be um what your last name is originally that's why you kept changing and you try to make it seem like you hated your family which you probably did but you kept moving around because you're the only name that's liable on that fucking birth certificate 
And in reality, my mom died. Mm-hmm. You kept hoping that I would be into drugs, hardcore drugs, or that I would kill myself. Or this is what y'all manifested from my mom. All because she lost her daughter. I see my mom and my dad died around the same time. After, after he died, she could have killed herself. Because she felt like, wow, she lost the love of her life and she lost her daughter. And she didn't know where the fuck he was. That drove her crazy. That is what drove her crazy. Like I said, I still don't know how the fuck you guys are tied into these Italians that did this. I really don't know how. I really don't know how. You're tied into the Italians that did this, but you are. In some type of way. In some type of way you are. I see you also been feeding me poison since I was a fucking child. I looked happy in pictures that you took for the photo albums, but in reality, it was not a happy home. If you was wondering why certain things was happening, like, example, when you went to live with your dad and you said the ceiling fan almost fell on you and me, it's because magic, you kidnapped me. I've always been a little Matilda-ass kid where I can do shit with my mind, even if I was young or not. The roaches that you thought you saw, where you thought your house was obsessed with roaches, and you thought Joanne sent you magic. Wasn't I in that house with you? I see this. You were doing spells against me with these people and getting checks, and I see my ancestors were whipping your ass this whole time, whipping your mental. Because this is what y'all was doing to me. These same nurses was taking drugs from the hospital that would make me go and turn to a vegetable or make me mentally retarded as a kid. And they were putting it in my food and my peanut butter and shit. It's starving me. I was starving just so that I wouldn't eat whatever they were poisoning me with until I went to my grandma's house or until I made them buy me something that I seen came fresh from the store. And you knew this. And you would drop me off there every summer. It was like a deal y'all had. You would do whatever you wanted to. You might seem like, oh, I'm going to drop you off here during the summer with your dad so I can work. Girl, you never really worked. If you did, it wasn't as much as you made it seem like. You was going on vacations and eating. Yep. Boat trips and all this type of shit. All about doing magic. I'm going to pause it here, and I think I'm going to say the rest for tomorrow. Because this is a lot. And I want to go and enjoy my day. I hope this fucks up your whole fucking world. I see, though, before I leave. I see for a fact. You and him conspired to take out my mom or to do this to make my mom go crazy so she takes herself out and people will stop listening to her about her saying that her kid was kidnapped. I also see that when these police officers found my my dad's remains and they did dental work on him, that the dental work that they did could have linked to my actual DNA through my fucking dental records. If you was wondering how the fuck did they find out that I'm his kid and started to reach out to you, send letters, send me money and shit, trying to get me, trying to bring you in court. If you were like, how the fuck do they know? It's because... His dental records match my dental records. 
matched me. Like, if you didn't know that, DNA don't lie. So I'm saying this is how they found out. Through his dead corpse. He was probably only bones 10 years later. But his dental was still there. And guess who had so many teeth removed? I had teeth removed. I had all types of shit going on with me as a kid. Them dental records don't lie. And guess who can tie into all that? These mobster motherfucking lawyers. I bet y'all forgot about them. I bet you did. Y'all surely did. Didn't think that nobody was watching you this whole time. Like, oh yeah, we just got this little bitch. I just got to babysit her and get this check. This is easy. Y'all been doing this shit since you were 19 and he was 19. Y'all only six months apart. You and Kyle. My dad is a grown-ass, old-ass man. This nigga was 50, 49, 50 years old when he passed away. He had me at 43. My mom was about 35. Both growner than you. Y'all had no idea the type of connections that they had. Y'all was just doing shit because it sounded good. Again, I don't know how the fuck you guys found them, how you took me, any of that. I don't know and I don't care. They still haven't told me that yet. It's probably something that the lawyers know that I'll find out one day. But I do know. They found me through DNA from my dad. When they dug him up in 08 and they reached out to me when I was at Crescent Point with you. Around the same time I kept running away and causing the police to come to your front door. That was fucking you up. That was fucking you up because it was fucking up your whole mojo. Yes, it was. And I'm glad I did that shit. If I could, I would do that shit all over again. That's it. That's all I got until I feel like getting back on this bitch. Peace.